Walk through the forests here in Poland. You come across crumbling underground concrete bunkers that for decades held part of the nuclear arsenal of the Soviet Union. Now, sparks of nuclear war and radiation could be ignited again. End of the weekend. Russian artillery lighting a fire, then capturing the largest nuclear power plant in all Europe. Not a bomb, but brazen attacks like this can lead to radiation disasters like at Chernobyl. The heavy hand of Russian attacks continues this week in Ukraine. Two ceasefires to get civilians out of harm's way, broken with Ukraine saying Russia started shelling again. Vladimir Putin saying violence will get worse, and he plans to take over all of Ukraine. As the news tightens from the aggression, reports still surfacing that people are coming to faith in Christ while in crisis. Far East Broadcasting Company has more listeners online now than from their six FM stations in the country. Take courage. Christ still reigns. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus from beside the Polish-Ukraine border. You're listening to an impromptu evangelical church service held yesterday by the border. The number over the weekend was estimated to have surpassed 1.5 million Ukrainians now having fled their homeland. This is a series from Poland called Christ Reigns. Jesus reigns now in Ukraine, in Russia, and around the world not just when he physically returns. Listen in as I recorded some thoughts at the border and spoke with a woman and her sons who had just made it out over the weekend from Kiev. It's spitting snow and it's freezing here on the Polish side of the border with Ukraine. What's going on is quite interesting as more than a million people have been crossing over these border points just to try and flee. The police are behind me. Uh, They're discouraging you from going into Ukraine. But if you'll notice, there are a lot of people behind me, people behind me that are poles. They have signs that are saying free transportation wherever you want to go, free food. And then on the other side of me, uh, there are tents that have been set up. All you can eat, free food. People who've been on the other side of the border having to wait two and three days before they can get across. They've run out of water, they've run out of food, some of their cars almost out of fuel, and they finally make it across, and here's a hot meal for them. Tell us how long did it take to cross the border? It took us at least probably two hours. So it wasn't days. You made it across in a few hours. Hard for us to leave Kyiv. There were so many people who wanted to leave Kyiv. All transportation, trains, everything is so overloaded. On the car train, I think there was packed about 500 people in one car train. We were sitting, standing, you know, sitting on the floors, you know, on the way to uh, here to the border. You and your three sons had to leave your husband behind. Why is that? My father and my husband, you know, old man, they stayed back there to defend our community. My husband, he is, uh, you know, has a military responsibility. And so that's their duty there. They're staying back there defending our city and our country. 
years are changed as you draw near you restore us every storm will cease at the sound of your voice all will bow the knee to jesus
recorded recently in the Netherlands by the music group Sela here on Haven Today, and a program for Monday from Poland called Christ Reigns. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me from the other side of the world or wherever you may be listening. How, you may be wondering, how can I help? Well, we are partnering with Mission Eurasia out of Wheaton, Illinois, the most plugged-in Christian mission organization in all of Eastern Europe. I'm asking you to pray boldly, but also give boldly. Every $50 you send feeds a family of five for a week. So how many families can you feed? And remember, not a dime for Haven. And that's been our practice for the last 88 years. How many families will the Lord allow you to feed? Call us at 800 6 Five four twenty eight thirty six eight hundred sixty five Haven, or visit our website. You can make your gift there, haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And I'll give you both ways to contact us again in a short while, but all you need to do is tell us how much for Ukraine and how much for Haven Today, and we will honor your desires. We are intentionally calling this program Christ Reigns. I've been here in Poland for a few days now, and after meeting with so many faithful believers in Jesus Christ, one thing I've learned is that our prayers need to be bigger and even bolder. We do serve a big God. I think we all would agree to that. The Lord Jesus has given us access to the very throne room of grace, and that means our prayers should be as bold as a child. Have you ever thought about how bold a child can be? We tend to think of children as small and maybe vulnerable, and we would be right. But they are also bold. Only a child would disrupt an entire office meeting to rush in and say, Hi, Daddy. Only a child would wake the king up at 3 a.m. for a glass of water. Children are needy, but they are incredibly bold with how they seek help. Our prayers can be just like that. And seeing the faith of brothers and sisters here in Poland, many of them fleeing the war in Ukraine, I see the faith of children. I'm seeing bold praying. It reminds me of a story in the Gospel of Mark. Jesus had spent the entire day teaching on the hillside, healing the sick, explaining what the kingdom of God is like. It's like a mustard seed. It starts small, but it grows big, where birds of all kinds can come and find shelter. The kingdom started small. Just a few people descended from Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, but it has grown. All sorts of people now find shelter in the good news of Jesus. All sorts of people belong to the kingdom. Just like that mustard seed that grew for all the birds, Jesus taught many parables like this. And after a long day, he was ready to change locations. So remember what they did? They got in the boat And they were going to go back across the Sea of Galilee. By boat, it would have taken about maybe close to two hours. So they got in and they set out. But that's when problems started. A storm suddenly came up and began to frighten everyone on board. Well, everyone except Jesus. And isn't that so true for many of us right now? The decision to leave Ukraine was heartbreakingly difficult. For so many I've met, moms and children, the husbands for the most part can't come out. They have to remain and fight. And yes, they were fleeing war, but it also brings problems. Where are they going to stay? What are they going to eat? 
the decision to leave was, I would say, a good decision by what's going on right now, but it wasn't easy. The storm set in. But it's here when we see a glimpse into who Jesus is and a glimpse into how important prayer is. Let me read some of this story. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? And then he got up. He rebuked the wind, and he said to the waves, Quiet, be still. And then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. And he said then to his disciples, Why? Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified. And remember, they asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So it was a furious squall. That's how Mark described the storm beating down on the disciples' boat. But that's also how I would describe what's happening right now in Ukraine. And it's what I'm hearing from so many traveling around Poland, being here at the border the past few days, a furious squall. Explosions, alarms, warnings, never knowing if you're safe, but not wanting to abandon family. And in some cases, not being allowed to leave. It is a furious squall, a raging storm. And it's brought the Lord's people in Ukraine and even Russia, as well as the ones I've met here in Poland, on the brink. The disciples felt like they were on the brink, too. They were scared, and I don't really blame them for being scared. Out of the middle of the water, that boat almost sinking, that's a scary thing. But they weren't just afraid. They began to think that Jesus was not really in control, that he did not really care for them. And that was their prayer. Lord, don't you care? Many of us have prayed that in times of crisis, and Jesus' response is the same. Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? If you and I know Jesus, we know the one who rules over all creation. Jesus is reigning even now, even with the war in Ukraine. Everything is subject to him and his word. The book of Hebrews reminds us he upholds everything by the word of his power. All it took was Jesus waking up and telling the wind and the waves to be quiet, and the storm subsided. That's all it took. Why? Because Jesus was the one in control, not the storm, not the disciples. He's reigning now. And our prayers can and should be bold prayers. Because of all that, we can ask him for big, enormous, unthinkable things because he's reigning over our world and he cares for us. Lord God in heaven, turn that army back and send them home. The disciples forgot that. And their prayer was a desperate cry for help, but not from faith. And I wonder how often our prayers are like that. There's a big difference between calling on the Lord to act like the psalmist does, or like Job did, when they asked if the Lord cares for his people or his world, and the prayers of the disciples were accusing Jesus of neglect. Our prayers need to be bold prayers. We can call on the Lord to act, to move, to intervene. He is ruling, which means he can move in ways that we're not even aware of. But he calls us to have faith 
as we boldly pray, to know that he is in control, that all this world will bow at the sound of his name. The next time the disciples saw Jesus on that sea, he was walking on the water, and he calmed the storm with a word, and he turned a raging sea into a walkway. He is the Lord, and he's ruling even now. Do your prayers reflect that? As you pray for your family and friends and your own personal needs and for what's happening in Ukraine, for everything that is going on in this world, do you pray with a faith that Jesus is ruling and reigning even now? If you do that, this will radically change the way you pray. It'll turn your prayers into bold praying. And we can pray boldly because we know he cares for us. The disciples didn't just think Jesus was out of control. They thought he didn't care about them. But any child who knows their father or their mother loves them is bold in their requests. Prayer that comes from a place of deep faith and deep comfort in God's love. We know Jesus cares for us. But how? Because he came from heaven to live and die in our place. And he rose again. This is how we know he cares. His love led him to stand in the gap for us, to bear the weight of our sin and our distrust, and his resurrection tells us he is reigning over death, even now. So we pray boldly, and we ask for the unthinkable, because we know he rules, he cares, and he's made us children of the living God. Our God, Jesus Christ, reigns. Over this moment, in every season this is your promise jesus you reign jesus you reign over the city over our families under your covering Jesus, you reign. Jesus, you reign. And our God
joined by worship together and you reign here on this haven today coming from poland listen in again as i sat in our warm minivan on the border of ukraine and poland talking with the head of mission eurasia his name is sergey rukuba thank you charles for coming out that far here to see you know so what's happening now in this part of the world at the border crossings here when we see thousands and thousands of people are pouring out of Ukraine uh, to Poland uh, uh, looking for a place where they can stay, where they can uh, warm their bodies, you know, so, but also to get comfort uh, running away from uh, tragedies. We as Mission Eurasia, we launched our I Care Ukraine Now project and the main focus to provide food, medical assistance and shelter to people. We uh, are trying to raise enough resources to pack 20,000 of this family uh, food eye care packages. Uh, in one box, there's enough food for a family of four to five uh, to sustain a family of about four to five people for at least one week. So in the basic kind of food, you know, a grain, bread, butter, uh, oil, uh, uh, spam, uh, and, uh, you know, noodles. And so that's enough for a family of four to five people uh, to survive for at least one week. And right over this border there, we have a tent and people who stay in line there for hours and some days, you know, days waiting for permission to cross the border, that's where they're ministering to them, providing food, providing spiritual comfort. In that tent, they call that, that's the tent of comfort. They offer uh, counseling, you know, so they distribute scripture there, but mainly providing food for those refugee families there on, on the Ukrainian side. Special thanks to Sergei Rakuba of Mission Eurasia being on with me in the program from the border of Poland and Ukraine. Will you serve with me will you with me pray boldly and even give boldly mission eurasia is uniquely placed for such a time as this in ukraine and neighboring countries with all these displaced people they are connected to hundreds of bible believing churches to provide housing for refugees but the need for food is overwhelming every 50 dollars you send will feed a family of five for a week how many families can you help feed and become the hands and feet of Jesus? Just before leaving for the airport to Poland, my wife and I made our gift. Would you do the same right now? Call us at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or give boldly online at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Every gift made will be used quickly on the ground where it's needed the most, not a dime for Haven. Every dollar you send for Ukraine goes for Ukraine. If you want to also send a gift to Haven today as well, we'll make certain your intentions are honored. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow and join me as I'll still be in Eastern Europe. And together, we'll share the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Peace is a rarity in our world. Nations fight nations. Families are in conflict. Sometimes it seems as if peace will never come. Have you ever felt that way? 
Well, there's one promise of peace that we can take to the bank. Paul tells us in Romans 5, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This isn't just wishful thinking either. Everyone, everyone trusting in Jesus has peace with God. That war is over. And that's the best news in all the world. Christians have the Lord as their savior, not as their judge. We are his children and not his enemies. So no matter what happens in this world, you can rest. You can have peace with God through Jesus. Get Anchor Devotional in print monthly. Visit getanchor.com.